Hey everybody, welcome to another brand new episode of Into the Tangiverse. Yeah, hey, I am Simon C and joining me is Louis Z. Louis Z here, everybody. I apologize if you see bad laggy internet because there is a storm right now and there's nothing I could do about it because it ruins my connection every time there's a storm. Yeah, so sorry (laughs) about the uh, video resolution. Um, I'm pulling the source from Skype, so it really depends on his internet connection and you can see it it might sometime go small and big. So apologies for the technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize, people. I really do apologize. I wish that this wasn't happening, but yeah, I'm going to try as hard as I can to keep in the loop here. On the other hand, we do have an interesting thing going on right here. First, how are you, Simon? Doing great, man. No raining right now, but I think think it's coming from your end. I might get a little later, so... You might get a little bit later on, but by the time it goes over there, it's probably going to dissipate quite a bit because it's just a, like it's getting on the coastal areas, particularly right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, other than that, it's been fine. It's been great. Uh, you know, just I, keep on working on the videos that we are exactly. growing out as much as we can. I'm always looking for new. Exactly, exactly. And on today's episode, mm-hmm. we uh, want to discuss a co- what we want to discuss this, which is kind of sort of a. a you know, not really, not really much of a surprise, but to some it may be. Go ahead and uh, it's kind of let's a big surprise. talk a little bit it's about it. Kind of it, big Simon. surprise, but it's understandable. Uh, so if you guys are, yeah. you kind know, a, DC comic fans like me and Luis, myself, uh, comic book wise, yes. co-publisher Dan Didio or Didio. Um, Didio. I, I, I can never pronounce Didio. his name, but um, <laughs> he is out as co-publisher. Yeah. Yeah, just, I believe yes. on now, Friday it was, he was released. So, uh, yeah. La- uh, that was last night. Yeah, if I'm you are right. Yeah. So, this happened. Yeah. so I was just like, I... <laughs> Yeah, if, I mean, this is a very yeah. new and in-developing story. Yeah. You're going to be hearing this quite a bit. Kind of came out of nowhere, I'm, I'm very sure. Um, so, yeah, tell us. what what is, It kind of came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Oh, say it again? Yeah. It did. It did. Uh, I particularly have to say this much. My knowledge on this is not as high as other people's would be, but I also i am looking at it from the surface level, and I have a couple of questions, actually, regarding this. So, first of all, for... People who don't know who he is, give us a little description of what he what his position uh, entitled. Kind of co-publisher. Over there. Uh, if I if I know what a, exactly, I mean, like it's he's really, you know, in charge of. Yeah, pretty much like, like well, the what titles basically. are going to yeah. be released, what titles can be gone, things to like change up the, the big decision. Comic yeah. books, the DC comic books. Um, he was responsible exactly. for relaunching. Yeah. Kind of like the producer of this Pretty guy much. Does. At least at least one of his, he being a co-publisher, the other publisher, now actually the main publisher, is Jim Lee. Um, yes. Exactly. Yeah, Dan, Dan was um, really, you know, he I think he came around like 2010. I might be a little bit off on dates, but I remember he was right. really was big because he relaunched the DC Comics with the new 52s. That was pretty big. I yes. mean, I remember going to yeah. San Diego Comic-Con 2011. That was the big thing right there. 
New 52, new yeah. 52s. And, um, you know, he was really the one who was kind of like co-headlining and like really the ones like really pushing for it. And for the most yeah. part, it was well-received at the beginning, but then like towards maybe, I don't know, maybe like in the long run of the new 52, it was kind of like mixed and I could feel it too because some of the issues were okay, yeah. but not great, but pretty much in the middle and then um yeah and then as time go by in 2016 they they wanted to fix some of the things that were not correct in the new 52 stuff they want to bring back some of the old stuff yeah. before that reboot started so they're they were gonna do they're doing something called the dc universe rebirth that and this is tough stuff yeah. to do people just so you know coordinating all this to happen and have a time schedule for it that that's actually pretty damn yeah, I mean, you know, the thing with DC Comics has, has even, I know, I find it kind of, uh, as a fan of it itself, it's kind of frustrating. It's continuity issues and trying to keep up with it because it's like when I hear yes. like, okay, they're doing new 52s, they're going to reboot that. And it's like, okay. And then they brought this like kind of event series called Convergence that like kind of like, oh, we're kind of bringing back some of the old stuff that got deleted and then bringing back, it's like, ugh, just... And then they do that, and then yeah, and then it's like, they're, they're very and then we're gonna do we're gonna do another kind of a rebirth thing. Here's DC Universe reboot. Like, okay, it's like it's like it's a lot of things to follow. It's kind of hard. Yeah, they, they tend to always, yeah, they preemptively reboot all the time. That's actually one of the downfalls of that. Is that the continuity? It's like they change their mind too much. Which I have to give credit, at least in the film department of Marvel. They do a pretty damn good job of keeping continuity and keeping the system going. Uh, DC has not had that kind of luxury, at least not yet. Uh, under yeah, this new and, regime, you know, it's though, just like, we'll see. Like I said, some of the issues were good, but you know, some of them were like, eh, you know, so, so, I mean, um, you know, with New 52, they, they brought a lot of costume changes. You know, Superman, they got rid of Superman's trunks. Yeah. Uh, they changed... They changed Nightwing's yes. costume <laughs> instead of the traditional black and blue. He was wearing black and yeah. red. Yeah, so it's like you know there, there was a lot yeah. of mixed stuff about that. And um, then it did Rebirth, and it's just like okay, they did Rebirth, trying to bring back some of the old stuff, but uh, not getting rid of entirely the new Fifty Two stuff at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. But let's see. Uh, there's this article from Bleeding Cool News, uh, but warning, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know if this is true or not. No, I, 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 yeah, I really, this is, this is, I never really like to report stuff that are in, I know, I don't know how, not dissing Bleeding Cool News or anything like that. I don't know what really the history of their site is. I don't know if they're yeah. like. They might have insider resources. I, I, I don't know. I mean, but you know, when you read stuff, yeah. you always gotta have to be like cautious about not falling into like fake traps exactly. and stuff. So the the way exactly we don't want to fall into fake traps. And on top of it, one thing that I will also use as a disclaimer: this is legacy media. Bleeding Cold News is a legacy media outlet, so definitely take this with a pinch of salt because we do not know. I I, I don't keep up with these guys yeah. because of the that thing, fact. But the thing is, also, we will I, see. I've been researching trying to find out why he was let go, and obviously, you know, it's not publicly known. You know, it's not as it's not yeah, like it a Hollywood so reporter fast, telling yeah. you, "Oh, he was let go because of this, this, this." It was just they just report that, "Oh, he's been let go." And 
But yeah, co- exactly. It kind of just right according now that's all we know to uh, so, leading yeah. cool news. Um, uh, this is the article is that Didio or Didio was fired this morning by Warner Brothers at 10:30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in their Burbank offices, and he left the building straight away. I am told by sources close to the situation that he was fired for cause for fostering a poor work environment. As evidence, as previous stated, by significant mm. departures at the publishers by editors. Uh, Dan has a reputation of being a micromanager for, yep. f- from some for being very involved in projects from others. And DC Comics was heading towards a big change in its publishing program, one aspect of which was the much rumored 5G or Generation 5, um, which would have seen DC's major figures, mm. Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, mm. Diana, and more aged out. And replaced with new characters taking the roles of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman as part of the new DC timeline. And some folks at DC Comics were very much hmm. against this. But oppositions never worry Dan. After all, he was uh, constant odds with the direction the company uh, line has pushed for uh, for pretty much his entire career as a publisher. And was always striving to put out cons- comics first as he saw it. But in recent months, there seemed mm-hmm. to be some editorial backtracks on the direction given, details changes, and general senses of frustration that clocked that the clock was ticking and that was nothing being done. We saw a rapid departure in DC editorial of Pat McCollum, Alex Atom, Molly Mahan, Rob Levine, and others. I mean, could this have been a factor? So again, rumors, wow. rumors, rumors. We don't know. But you know Yeah. These are these are suspected things, and I can say this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what oh, to really think about because I'm still trying to catch up on back issues of comic books because there's just been so bombarded with it. And you know, again, with continuity wise, it's yeah. just been like, oh my god, my head's spinning. Like, <laughs> stop this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I have to say, just on the article, like I said, again, we got to really defend our positions. Our, us here, we're just talking about this because none of this is 100% verified quite yet. Still in development. We're just yeah. going to give our I mean, preliminary like the thoughts thing is, on what we do know right now. You know, if, um, I don't know about Generation 5. Maybe I'll find them more in San Diego this year. But if, if that's the direction they're going for, I don't know. I mean, I can see why... If the rumors are true that you know, a lot of people behind DC are like, uh, now they have the good idea, then because it doesn't like even exactly. just reading that part, I was like, what? and I was like, no, don't do that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and in my opinion, something that I have to say that stands out to me in that particular um, that particular article, um, micromanagement. He his and this is not the first time that he's been accused of that, by the way, micromanaging, um. This is now an opinion of mine. I am only going to give my opinion being on, I've been on teams and stuff like that. I've been, where I've worked with people who micromanage things, right? In my view, that's never a good sign. It's not a good sign to micromanage. Um, that means that you don't trust the team when you have to micromanage someone. You're supposed to have faith in the team that you've assembled. Faith that they're going to do the right thing, that the people that you set up for this well-oiled machine, so to speak, that you're putting together for whatever it is, whether it be for reformatting a comic, rewriting a movie, uh, any kind of a job that requires a team of people to actually collaborate and work together to complete. If you're the kind of person who has to micromanage things, it's a bad sign to me because 
it shows that you really don't have faith in that team that you actually assembled. You should, you're supposed to be able to, it doesn't mean that you just let them do whatever they want. Of course not. A good leader is going to always be looking under the microscope to make sure that things are going well. But to micromanage is a very different thing from being strict. Micromanaging basically is him trying to take many different hats and just try to override everything, which again, at that point, why did you hire these people then? If you're going to micromanage, you don't trust these people that you hi you hired, you know? So, and this speaks volumes. Um, I know that in my experience working with people who micromanage, it pisses me off actually, because I go, so wait a minute, you got me doing this, this other person's going to do this, this other person's doing this, so like say on a sound project mm -hmm. or something like that. But instead of just like coming in to approve something, comes in and starts trying to do the individual jobs that each of us have been doing for years, it's insulting. It's insulting because it's just like, wow, you really don't, you really don't have any faith in what you assembled here. That's messed up. No, I agree. So in, if he indeed, yeah, it's, it's like if, you, if, you, if he is a micromanager to the degree that there that it says right here, that would make sense as to why there's poor working conditions, because a micromanager also tends to make a, a very hostile environment. People don't feel comfortable. They're always afraid that oh god, I'm not going to get this right. They're going to come and yell at me. I mean, it causes unnecessary stress on the workers, and it causes unnecessary tension that shouldn't even be had, right? So uh, it comes down again. Uh, in my opinion, I can't speak too too much in uh, in this context because we are still, you know, very early yeah. on this topic. We don't know and all the info. Looking at, so I can say that. Looking that at the Hollywood Reporter article, uh, I'll just read it briefly. Again, they never they never mentioned Please anything about that. why he was fired, but basically. The Dio, Didio, sorry, <laughs> had served <laughs> as publisher of DC alongside Jim Lee since 2010. I was right, 2010, around that time. Following a six-year stint as VP executive editor and prior to that, VP editor, editorial. As publisher, he was one of the main figures behind DC's 2011 line relaunch, The New 52, which was the company provided a contemporary makeover to its entire superhero back catalog. Initially a sales success, both sales and buzz faded to the point where 2016's subsequent line relaunch under the banner the DC Universe reboot, rebirth, not reboot, but either yeah. one, <laughs> same words, restored many elements dropped in the reboot. <laughs> uh, he his departure comes ahead of an announced further launch, further relaunch of DC Comics. Uh, DC comic book universe that would restore even more elements removed as part of the 2011 reboot as teased at New York Comic Con last year. While the project has not been officially announced, certain stories that are reportedly tied in have been, including DC's free comic book day release, Generation Zero, Zero Gods Among Us. It's unclear. Yeah. It's. Where's. I lost track of the article. It's unclear if plans for the relaunch would be delayed or canceled <laughs> in the wake. Um, since stepping into an executive role at the company, he has served as DC's public face at conventions and public events, which is true, and has worked to champion not only the company as a whole, but specifically the comic book division and comic book speci speciality market as being integral to DC's success on an ongoing basis. 
He was also part of the push to expand DC publishing reach into Walmart and Target via the exclusive 100 Giant page issues, an initiative that proved so, so successful that the issues were expanded to the comic store market. Throughout his tenure at DC, he has worked as a writer on multiple properties including The Phantom Stranger, The Outsiders, and Sideways. At the time of writing, his Middleman miniseries with artist Shane Davies is midway through a projected 12-issue run. With, with his departure, Jim Lee becomes sole publisher at DC in addition to his role as company as chief creative officer, a position he's held since 2000-2018. Since June of 2018. <laughs> I totally messed wow. with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this nice. looks like this relaunch is going to, looks like it's going to bring even more stuff wow. that, that was removed from the new 52 reboots. So, interesting. You know, it, this could be a good thing in, in, in discussion. Since we don't have very much information on exactly what led to this, we we see we saw a couple things from each of those uh, segments that show some good and bad. Of course, uh, let's not knock on his successes. Like I'm pretty sure he did a few quite good things during his tenure there for about ten years. You know, but at the same time, again, I have to just say that um, you know the 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 fact that. When you have people accused of micromanaging, I just have to really just reiterate again, that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign because it shows that they don't trust the people that they got. In when I put my team, let me just allow this one right here. Okay, my team, when I was doing the Neon Tide soundtrack, there we, we did it as a band, but we also had some of the two other guys, I had them working on separate tracks at the same time. I did not ma micromanage at all. I trusted them in everything they were doing because ultimately I was going to be working on all this stuff anyway. Um, I gave them this. I gave them that. They came back with the stuff. I didn't have to go in and do anything for them because I trusted them, you know. And that's that's actually the that, that's actually a part of being a creative when you get the people that you trust and you know can do a yeah. good job. There's no need to micromanage. And it does bring morale low when you have that kind of thing going on. Now, as for the poor working conditions, we'll probably be hearing more about that. But I'll say this much. I do not doubt that they would have poor working conditions if he micromanaged because it does bring morale oh, all the way down. It always does. I don't know of a yeah, single but, Yeah. So now in terms of where does this leave them now? I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, are they still going to do Generation 5? I hope not. At least not in that way. If it's yeah, true. Yeah, I mean... Please don't. <laughs> exactly. I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious to see exactly what this brings because this could be a blessing right now because it could be a not just a reboot or rebranding of any sort, but it can actually be a nice new start to you know something better. Most likely, you can find you know? out. It can on April. WonderCon. Yes, we will find out very. Yeah, it's at WonderCon. Yeah, yes, so by the way, we we're should go. That we should too, definitely so check yeah, out some of DC Comics panels. See, see if they, they have any information. Yes, actually, what they're going to be introducing in Generation 5, if they dub it that way. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I just like, we'll see how that goes. On the other hand, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure that the, I'm pretty sure that Didio, Didio, whatever they say his name, uh, will, he's probably got more than enough money than he to do with i'm sure he'll be fine getting another job somewhere else if he even needs to work you know um as for the anyone remaining over there 
with the company, any anyone who was dissatisfied with their treatment over there, well, now there's an opportunity to hopefully rise above that, and uh, maybe that maybe you'll get someone. Maybe this way it'll be easier. You don't have the tension in there, and hopefully you guys get a chance to thrive a little bit more. You never know. A lot of t- it reminds me just like the the way they were talking about it reminded me a little bit about. Well, I guess I can't make the comparison since I don't know the exact same thing, but kind of like what what Michael what happened with Michael Eisner in Disney, like. He single-handedly saved the company back in the 80s, but then he almost single-handedly ruined the company in the later 2000s, right? And it, it would take... It would actually take Bob Iger to come in and basically save the company again from Eisner, which it sounds like this might be a situation like that, although that's a hard comparison because we're talking about a much longer legacy when it came to uh, uh, Eisner and Disney than what Didio had with DC. So um, so. we'll see. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I mean, you got passionate fan right there, and Jim Lee's awesome. And you know, all all I can say is this: maybe this is a nice new golden era in the making. We're gonna find out pretty soon. Uh, I'm, I I say that we keep on this topic. Um, I'm gonna be taking a look at any kind of stories, maybe some Reddit stories, some people who work there who might leak some stuff because yeah. I love or go reading on Twitter. That kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> go on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, go to Twitter. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, if you look at Rob Liefeld, <laughs> yes, we're gonna be. You know, he he was uh, he, yeah. I mean, his his Twitter yeah, feed, true. Yeah, he talks a lot about it, or comments a lot about it. So, gotcha. Okay, good, good, good. You see, I'm always interested in seeing this kind of stuff because, like I said, it's it's always it's always sad to see. Uh, I mean, first of all, even no matter what it, what his position was, uh, it says he was. Fired, if I'm not mistaken, these articles stated, right? Yeah, he didn't he like, like retire. No. He was fired, right? Yeah, because I mean, I could have sworn that that's what it said too. Um, if he was fired, most likely he whatever kind of good he did was no longer acceptable. Because Let me reconfirm. Uh, got, the Hollywood Reporter didn't say that. Did say fired? He was out. It's the bleeding cool news one that say he was fired. Out. Okay. Okay, so we have two different stories that could have two different contexts. So let's again st- let's go ahead and state again. We don't know which one's more accurate than the other. One is saying that he's out, the other one is outwardly right. saying he's fired, right? Now, I tend to usually say that when you hear someone say, generally speaking, like I said, I could be wrong here, but when I hear people say they're out. Usually that's yeah. pretty in line with being fired. Uh, like otherwise, uh, like with being fired versus oh he f- he went to greener pastures or he went to go to another place or he retired early. Those are different contexts than he's out slash he's fired. There's a very good chance that he was fired, and if he was, gee, I wonder why. But um, it might deal with everything that we've been hearing on the rumor mill right here now. Um. In my opinion, maybe it's this is a good thing to now boost up morale. Let's get uh, these working conditions back up to par because nobody wants to work in crap conditions. Nobody does, you know. I hate working in crap conditions, you know. And especially because DC, I mean, the comic book industry itself, which ironically we're going to have to talk about this sometime in the future too, 
While comic book industry seems to be kind of going in a downward spiral when it comes to sales, manga, on the other hand, is going up. I'm very curious to want to touch on this subject pretty soon in the future because that's an interesting yeah. one. I well, I mean, we'll we'll have to investigate that. why. <laughs> Yes, yes. We're going to be investigating why, and we're also going to be investigating here more and more more, oper- more often than not. Anytime that we get some sort of a update on what's going on, we try to get Absolutely. the news out there as fast as possible. Sometimes we're sometimes we're a little late because, unfortunately, our daytime jobs do take yeah, up a lot absolutely. of our time. But, but yeah, <laughs> what do you guys think of this breaking news? I mean this this came out of nowhere. To be honest, yeah. What do you think? Is there Exactly. It is it was almost as shocking as Doctor Who's director who when he just kind of dropped out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? It was just like, you know, we're like no context. Yeah. What, what do you guys just think? Like, okay, well, uh, there you go. Yeah. Um do you guys, what do you guys, do you guys think? You know, well, what did you think of his run? You know, did you like the new fifty two? Did you like Rebirth? You know, what's your take on it? Yeah, what do you what does this speak to you? Like what 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 about this is gonna be something that you think uh, is this a good thing for the future? Is this something that you think might open up a golden era again or something like that? Let us know. We're always interested to hear your opinions. Your opinions are valid, no Absolutely. matter if you agree or disagree well, with thank us. thank you guys for watching. If you like this video, make sure you hit that thumbs up button or hit that thumbs down button if you don't like us. That's perfectly fine too. Yeah, but mm, yeah. please <laughs> hit that subscribe button though. That'll be great. <laughs> Please do share the videos, try to get us out there. And uh, also if you're, if you're one of our listeners, feel free to just check us out on the links below. We're uh, almost everywhere on every podcast, mm-hmm. whether it be Apple music or whether it be Google, uh, Google, uh, Google podcast. Uh, oh gosh, no. I'm forgetting the name. You don't even have right to click on there, the people. links. Just type in into the Tangiverse on your, on your device and bam. Into the Tangiverse. There you be. Yep. We're there and we're going to continue being there. and going to be bringing more. Absolutely. News, so look out for Until us in the next future. time, everyone. Have a great day.